God should shine on them. For we do not preach ourselves. For we do not preach ourselves. For we do not preach ourselves. But Jesus Christ the Lord and ourselves your bondservants for Jesus' sake. For it is the God who commanded light to shine out of darkness, who has shone in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. Mm. But we have this treasure in earthen vessel, that the excellence of the power of may be in God and not of us. We are hard pressed on every side, yet not crushed. We are perplexed, but not in despair, persecuted, but not forsaken, struck down, not destroyed, always carrying about in the body the dying of the Lord Jesus, that the life of Jesus may be manifested in our bodies. Bodies, you may be seated. Hallelujah. Can you say amen? I want to bring to your attention verse 6. And I didn't change the slide for you. Verse 6. It says, for it is, uh, it is God who commanded light to shine out of darkness, who has shown in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. Somebody say in the face of Jesus Christ. In the face of Jesus Christ. Now I want to ask you this morning, what are you facing? 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 One of the things that's very interesting to me when it comes to uh, understanding how the Word of God works and how words work and how pictures work and how thoughts work and how the mind works. We are very complex people. And one of the things that we have to understand, there are, are, are uh, different um, images and imaginations and things that come through our mind daily. Somebody say daily. daily. It's been known and said that between 60,000, 15,000 to 60,000 thoughts and pictures come in our mind daily. That is a lot of thoughts and pictures. Can you hear me this morning? And one of the things that you have to understand is, the adversary loves to keep us occupied with thoughts and pictures and images and things. This is one of the reasons why Jesus tried to get us to understand that it's a danger to live by your eyes and live by your sight. You've got to learn how to live within and learn how to live from within to without. Because if you have to use your eyes to live, you are always going to be corrupted by what you see. Amen. There is a corruption about it, it, that comes through our eyes that speaks to our hearts. And if we're not careful, we allow those eyes to get us in trouble. Somebody say, I'm, <laughs> I'm coming out of trouble. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about you. Sometimes I got to get out of trouble because I, I allow my eyes to speak louder than truth. Because eyes will tell me the facts of situations. The eyes of, will tell me the facts of my problems. And the eyes will tell me the facts of what I feel. But if I don't get to a place, if I can dig deep enough of the Spirit of God that's living within me, I will never allow the understanding of truth that my eyes can't tell me. It's interesting that we don't understand that Adam and Eve didn't even use their natural eyes to live in the garden in the beginning. That's why when they sinned, the Bible says, their eyes open. Ha! Huh? You're telling me they were living in such a realm that they didn't need their natural eyes. 
Ah, listen to me this morning. They lived in such a realm that they didn't need their natural eyes. Because when they sinned, you see the Bible says, you can go to the scriptures, it says, and when they sinned, their eyes were open. Now, not only their natural eyes, but their spiritual eyes. They seen what they didn't see. Walk by faith and not by sight. But it's a dangerous thing because we have to open our eyes to see. We have to open our eyes to walk. We have to open our eyes to do things. We have to open our eyes to work, to do the things that we're called to do. Yet, although those natural eyes are open, God is saying there's supposed to be a, lot, a bigger eye. Yes. Okay. Come on. Somebody say a bigger eye. <laughs> There's supposed to be a bigger eye that's going to regulate even the eyes that you're seeing through. And so we have to understand that he's saying in the face of Jesus, there are things that that we're going to be able to see in in the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus. So there's something that shines in our hearts when we can stay in the right face. Somebody say stay in the right face. You ever told somebody to get out your face? Why, why, why did you tell them to get out your face? Because it was in your space. Because you're in my space, you're taking up my place. And if you're taking up my place, you're messing up some stuff. You're just too close. Because if, I, if you're that close, you're making me perceive you when I can't, I, I can't think. I can't perceive me. I can't perceive what I'm supposed to see when I'm that close. What is so close to your sight that's manipulating your mind? What is causing, what is, what is so close to you that, that you, 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 you have taken in? That you've justified? That God is saying, <laughs> we, we're going to have to take it down. Can you say Amen. So he said, we don't preach ourselves, we preach Jesus Christ. Now I want you to understand, Ephesians 1.8 talks about that the eyes of our understanding and heart might be open. Eyes, imagination, somebody say imagination. imagination. What he's saying is, there's an imagination uh, that facilitates, there are imagination that facilitates things in your life, things in your mind. This is why we never understand the difference between believing and faith. God's responsibility is grace. Your responsibility is faith. That's why faith is an action word. God's responsibility is what? Grace. He's rendered that to you. But what believers don't understand, you're praying for grace when God has already rendered that to you. But your responsibility is to operate through that grace by faith. And so when you, what we have to understand is faith comes by hearing. hearing, but hearing gave you a picture. Are y'all hearing me this morning? You don't just hear just to hear. You didn't believe without a picture. When you hear, you, are have, you have an imagination of a God that's bigger than the pictures that you're seeing. That's why the God changed the storyline of your past. But your past are pictures that you continue to recycle. That's why when Jesus came on the ground and met the man full of demons, he said, did you 
come here to, to take these things out of me? What did you come here to do? Because I've been in the cemetery recycling images, recycling dead things all my life. Somebody say it's dead. That's why it's a cemetery. There's an ending date to it. What, what are you recycling that had an ending date to it? What are you allowing to reinforce in your mind that had an ending date to it? If we don't learn that God, come on, that, that, that God is saying, because I am here, there are things that you're going to have to come out of. There are things I'm going to walk you out of, Israel. There are things I'm going to walk you out of because you can't allow what was wrong, what was not good, what would I didn't call for you to do to, be, to compromise what I'm calling you to. Don't let it become normal. You know what's so interesting? Sometimes we can let life in the things of life. We get so secure that it becomes comfortable. See, faith ain't always as, as, as happy as everybody thinks. You know, you take a couple of steps, you're like, no, this real water. No, God, y'all don't understand. No, I stepped out there. Like, I'm, I'm out there. Yeah, Peter, I'm, I'm out there. Yeah, that's real. At least I was in the boat. Hey, even if it don't, you know, things don't, I got better chances. See, the problem is we love chance. We, we love beat We love to keep other plans just in case. How, how many, how many, come on, let's be honest. How many of y'all like to keep your just in case? Just in case, God. Maybe, maybe just in case. Let me just hold on to this right here. Just in case. If I can hold on to this mindset. Just in case. If I can hold on to this issue. Just in case. If I can hold on to this past thing. Just in case. Hold on to this job just in case. Just in case. The problem with just in case is God is a God who likes to blow your mind. Yes. And he can't work with just in case because just in case is still a case that's within you. It's something that's still a case with you. So you carry the case. You're stretched out, but you're carrying the case. I'm stepping up. I'm in faith, baby. Wait, wait, what's in your other hand? No, I'm in faith. Leave that alone. We ain't got to talk about that. I'm in faith, baby. I'm about to do it. But you got something in your... No, we good. Come on, let's go. Somebody say, I'm letting go my just in case. Come <laughs> Because until you learn how to let go your just in case, God can't solve your case. You've got to understand that God is trying to do something with you. See, what a faith is something that God is saying, I want you to let go of everything you had in just in case. What if faith was really scary? What if it wasn't? Oh, oh, I'm going in faith. What if it's something was, that was, God said you ain't got nothing to hold on to, huh? Wow, my Lord. Oh, you ain't got nothing to lean on, huh? Yeah, nothing Until you learn how to lean into me, I'm the one who can keep you. I'm the one who, come on, sometimes God is waiting for us to fall into him. Yes. 
Because he knows you're a good strategizer. He knows you're a good planner. Which is good. But when he speaks, it can mess up everything. The letter is supposed to point to the voice of God. The letter is supposed to point to the mouth of God. The problem with believers is we're living by the letter, not even realizing. We're thinking we're fulfilled by the letter. But the letter only points to the mouth of God. That's why he said man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word. Which means the letter can't tell you what the now is. It, it told you you need a job, but it don't tell you what kind. It told you you need to take care of your family, it don't tell you how. That's where the progressive word needs to carry you from faith to you can't live from faith to faith by the letter. The letter is to point to the voice, the mouth. So we're looking at the letter, waiting for something to happen, and God is saying, I need you to hear my voice. Have an ear to The problem with your ear is you got a lot of other voices and imageries going on. And how you're thinking about me. You think I don't talk to you because you think that you're in sin. And I want you to understand your sin don't stop my voice. It can manipulate it, but it don't stop it. You can misinterpret it, but it don't stop it. My voice is going to speak whether you like it or not. Which means as that mercy follows you, all you have to do is learn to turn around. Somebody say turn around. When you learn to turn around, God will be waiting on you there with the voice. Hallelujah. So we have to understand that images, pictures. In fact, if you don't understand how to use imagery, you really don't know how to walk in faith. That's why he tells you without a vision, you would what? What is he saying? The word of God will brought it, supposed to bring, bring life and hope. Hope for something that you can see by faith. This is why people who don't know where they're going, know what they're doing, know what are you really using faith to do? God didn't call you to be saved to see nothing. God didn't call you to be saved to do nothing, to be nothing. God called you. In fact, he said, what fulfills my word is your, pro- your promise. Your, <laughs> your wealth really fulfills my purpose. It fulfills what I put you here for. Ah, I didn't get those scriptures this morning, but it's there. The problem with us is we think it's all about uh, uh, being saved, but God came here. He said, I wish above all else that you prosper, be in good health, even as your I wish above everything. It wasn't about you just being saved for the sake of it. I don't want you just being hallelujah, thank you, Jesus, staying at home uh, and then going in circles. No, no, no. I'm the same yesterday, today, and forever. The way I was taking over land, taking over stuff in the Old Testament, it didn't change. I just, I shifted it in the New Testament. Which means there are some promises, some things that, that's in your name that you don't know about just yet. But it's not because I don't want you to know. It's because of where you're positioned. Somebody says it's my time. So we have to understand that there are, uh, are words, there are images that can corrupt. 
this is, but let me tell you something. I love social media and we, the world is changing. And understand, most of us are behind on this thing. This thing is shifting fast. And if you don't catch up, but you got to learn what to catch up to. Because most people are like, yeah, I, I got to do this, but uh, you, you got to know how to balance that thing. You better know, you better know what's, what's coming. Because the, the new TV is on your phone. Yeah, there's new technology, there's new things that, that it's going to shock our mind in the next five to ten years. And if you don't know how to keep up, so you have to understand the times that we're living in. Yet, you got to understand how to keep your mind in the times that we're living in. Because of what we're seeing, because things are coming so haphazardly, things are coming so quick. You can Amazon everything you want in the next day. You can microwave whatever you think you want in the next day. Why? Because things are coming at your disposal right away. If you if you feel in a certain way, click on the website. If you feel this and you need that, click on the website. Everything is at your disposal at the point of time. You don't need a God for that. It's right there. Somebody say it's right there. So he set up ways to keep you occupied to make sure that you don't see the reality of who he is. Because if you see the reality of who he is, now you're going to see the reality of who you are. This is why religion don't keep you. This is why, watch this. This is why you need a present word. Mm-hmm. Have you seen in the Bible say at the present time? There are present words. There are present time. Most people are preaching past words. Past truths. It's still a truth, but it's past. It's not for this time. And everybody's shouting, ah, but you can't take it home and do nothing with it. Everybody running around the church, it's my time. You don't even know what time you're talking about. We got to understand that God is trying to get us to a place where we can understand him. So we're not moved when we go out there to them. Somebody says, it's my time. So I want you to understand that, that God is saying there are many things that we are facing and there are many problems and issues that we have. There are things in our family, things in our our past, things that are, things are always coming, trying to catch up with us and hold us in bondage and hold us in, 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 in what seemingly where we come from and things that we've learned before. And if you don't learn enough of the new him, you won't know of enough of the new you. And if you don't learn how to walk in the new you, what happens is the enticements and the flirtatiousness start to come back to where you come from. I don't care who you think you are. If you don't know enough of new him and to new you, you will flirt with the old you. Yes. Amen. <laughs> because it's comfortable. Even though it didn't satisfy you, it satisfied something for the moment of time. Are y'all hearing me? So God is saying, I want you to understand. For the weapons... For the weapons of our warfare are not what? Carnal, but mighty in God for what? Pulling down down strongholds. We got to cast down what? Arguments and high things that what? Exalt itself against the knowledge 
of God, bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ and being ready to punish all disobedience when obedience is fulfilled. Now, I want you to understand, obedience can't be fulfilled if you're not, if you're not high enough in the knowledge of God. I want you to catch something with me. There are realms, there are principalities, there are realms. Somebody say realms. There are so many realms that you have to understand that everybody grows on different realms. God handle you to, to your realm. But you cannot go beyond your realm without knowledge. Are y'all listening to me? God would not allow you to go beyond your realm without knowledge. He knows that the adversary is a legalist. So if you violate, there are the, the, the adversary only has access based on legalism. That's why the blood came to sign and date what you deserved. Although, <laughs> yeah, you did it, but the blood came to write in red letters. We taking them off the charge. But if you don't know the blood is to sign for you and free you, you live in bondage of the law. Because he's in the courtroom saying, see, they don't even know who they are. So I got access to stay here. He haven't brought nobody to the courtroom. She haven't brought nobody here. I'm still here. Anybody coming? We got this family right here. Uh, anybody coming this marriage? Oh, we take this down too. Because we're not understanding our authority in Christ Jesus. Because we keep cycling back to it's our righteousness. That's going to make me get right in the eyes of God. When you have to understand now, I tell you this all the time, that God can't love you more than he loved you today. Somebody say he loved me all today. Come on, he loved me all today. If he didn't, he, listen to me. The Bible says he's the same yesterday, today, and So why do you think he's going to love you better when you get right? Huh? Oh, so when you start getting right, then I'm a man of God now, yeah? I'm the woman of God now. Oh, but it was when you got right. See, the problem with that is, if you believe you got right, now you're going to live from the premise that it's you. And we learn Wednesday that we're learning how to come out of us. Because we've been taught that we go down and we come up. We go down and we come up. But the premise of that is, when I get up, that means I'm more right with God. That's why our souls tell us, we fall down, but we... We fall down, but, but that's not what the New Testament Bible says. There's something wrong with that. Amen. I'm figuring this out, man of God. Something is wrong with the things. And we live by it. We, we're stewarded by it. And we don't know these songs are taking us into psychological, psychological, mental uh, 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 frameworks that has nothing to do with the new Christ. Amen. I'm starting to see the Bible in a new way. I, I, I really am. Because God is telling me it's not about your emotion. It's not even how you yeah, felt right. today that changed who I really was. Nor change how I thought about you. It was just you thinking about how you thought I thought about you. Could it be that what you think that he's thinking about you is causing you the problem? Ah, uh, y'all hearing me this morning. Could it 
be that you are the biggest accuser of yourself, Amen. not God? Could it be that you are persecuting your own self and God is saying, I'm still awaiting mercy to be following you. I never stop mercy from following you. I don't know where you got this story from. Somebody say, I'm working it out my mind. I'm working it out. Come on, I'm working it out. Yeah, come on, we got to work it out. We, we, come on, this is years of songs. What y'all talking about? Come on, this is years of church. What you talking about? No, I'm going to work this out. I might be at the office 10 times a week. Right? I'm going to get that thing off. That thing got to come off of me. I don't know about y'all. This thing got to come off. I, I, I am a more than a conqueror. Come on, I'm more than a conqueror. I am more. I did wrong. I'm more than a conqueror. Until I understand that, I'm going to drag my Christian life along the way. Somebody say, I'm tired of dragging. I'm tired of dragging. Come on, I don't know about you. I'm tired of dragging. My mind is telling me one thing, but Christ is telling me that I'm dragging. I hear you calling God, but you know what I did. You know who I am. You, you know I'm trying to get there. God is saying, come on, we got to get that drag off because it's not the truth. It's not the truth. You're not in the Old Testament, Christ. You're in a New Testament where he's already fulfilled. He's already fulfilled what you're trying to fulfill. Amen. You're not, watch this, you're not even searching for him anymore. You've already found him. We think because he said, when you seek me, no, I, I, got, this, I got this wrong. I, I read this wrong. It said, when you seek me with all your heart. But the problem, he wasn't talking to us, he was talking to Israel. He wasn't talking to people who found him. He was talking to people who haven't found him yet. If they can turn around and go to him. But when you go deeper into the scriptures, he says, I show myself to those who's not even looking for me. Which means when you ever come to, when God came into you, you're not looking anymore. Now you're looking within. I'm not looking for God anymore. I'm looking within. Because he's within me. He said, don't listen to people who say the kingdom is out there. The kingdom is when you dress. The kingdom is the way you do that. He said, look within yourself. It's within you. Somebody say he's within me. Come on, somebody say he's within me. So why are you looking without you? So the problem is, he's saying there are thoughts and imaginations that are coming up. In your life. And you're a confessing Christian. Lord I believe. I believe. I believe. I believe. And, 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 and the, the, the thing is. It's good to believe. You declare the word. But you got to understand. Those principalities. Those thoughts are still up there. You still daily looking at them. They're still talking to you. How you doing today? And so the problem with us is. If we have blatant belief systems about God, that's not totally true. We believe partiality of God, which means we allow our faith to come here, but the, the words of the, the, the wrong imagination is still higher. So we believe to a certain limit and the degree, depending on my emotions, how I feel. But see, see who's still higher? You still see who's still bigger? You see who voice is still louder? Yeah, 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 yeah. But the problem with that is, Jesus is saying, this is why I need you to know me. 
I'm glad you shout over me. I'm glad you cry over me. And that's good things, especially if you're a new Christian, because you have to learn how to lean into him, learn how to pour yourself into him. But what I want you to understand above all is to have the knowing of me. Because what you know will set you free. This was not an emotional uh, choosing. This was a cycle, a, a, a knowing. This is a belief, a fact. A truth that you know. Somebody say no. no. For instance, how the reason why y'all just sit in the chairs without asking the chair, are you going to hold me? Is because you know it's going to hold you. How do you know? You saw the structure. You've tested it. You've walked with it. you tried it a couple of times. Some of y'all slept on it a couple of times. Yeah, Pastor. Yeah. yeah. You, 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 so you know it. God is saying, I want you to try me. I want you to walk with me. I want you to, come on, bend a little bit. That's all right. You know, all right, I'm not going to bring you to hell. Just bend with me. Uh, but, and then you're going to know me. So when I tell you something, you're not asking me. What would you say? No, you just sit down and do what I told you. Why? Because you've already been through this. You've already tried this. You've already been proven through this. You have already been tested through authenticity of this. See, people always run around, I got faith for this and faith for that. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Have faith. But know what faith is. Yeah. Faith is not just because you believe in and confess about it. I believe this cause in Jesus' name. And then somebody said, then God allow you to go through something. Come on, man. <laughs> Geneva came and told you all. Not, all right, see. But well, wait, well, I'm going to show her. I don't know what happened to that faith. Come on, man. Oh, your faith wasn't in God, it was in the car. Right. Right. Your faith was in the house, it wasn't in him. See, we got faith mixed up. He said, put your faith in God. And through God, the eyes of him, you're going to see that. That's why I stopped being ashamed of what God bless us with. Because God said, I'm going to prove myself through you, son. I'm going to prove myself through you, daughter. When they ask you, I already know. We, we, I know. You know. I, I do know God. Come on. I remember them red beans are right. Come on. Remember that bologna and cheese. I remember hiding that bag in the back of my car. And my wife goes, <laughs> "You understand what I'm saying?" See, God is taking you things because you. We still have things that we're holding on to, but we're saying, "God, I want it." I want it, but he's saying there's something in your backpack. There's something still that you are still trying to be safe in. Somebody say, I'm letting go. He said, the weapons of our warfare are not cornered, but mighty through God for what? Pulling down strongholds. And one of the things you have to understand is you can't pull down if you're not high enough. You can never pull down. How are you going to pull something down and you're not high enough? This is why he said, listen to me. This is why he said, watch this, watch this. He said, I have brought Jesus above all all principalities and powers. Somebody say all. This is why he had to bring Jesus high above all rulers, all principalities, all powers, which, hold on, which means if he's seated in heavenly places and he's in me, I'm seated in Heavenly places. So how in the world gonna cast down the thought and I don't know how to sit down? How in the world I'm gonna cast something down? And I haven't got high enough. Let me calm down. I haven't got high enough. 
to see through his eyes <laughs> what, what I'm about to take out. The problem with us is we're trying to take things out from this area. I heard a man say, if you don't deal with the serpent, you're going to have to deal with the dragon later on. Some of us not dealing with the serpent in the, in the beginning. And now the serpent turned into a dragon. If you don't deal with the serpents of your life, they turn into big dragons. And God is saying you're dealing with the big dragon because you missed the serpent. But until you learn how to walk up with Jesus, wake up with Jesus, stand in the platitude of who he is, and look down from the way he sees, you're going to be able to look down and cast those things down. Somebody say, I'm bringing my mind higher. Come on. But see, it was not all your mind. It started with his mind. When your mind become his mind, y'all are one. Yeah, that's good. Which means our thoughts. Let me tell you something. In this new generation, this new age, you will always be overcome if you don't understand with Jesus. It's too much out of you. You can, you can lie to me about your flesh if you want. I'm telling you, you're not going to make it. Until you learn how to stand with him. And look from the way, where he's seated, yes. high above principalities and powers, which mean you, which mean you have a line to upgrade, get in the elevator quickly, and see through realms because of where he's seated. The problem with, let me, can I be honest with you? We are not accessing. It's not because God don't want you to have it. We we told that lie in church for the longest. I've learned it's not because God don't want it to have it. I used to think God didn't want me to have it. So I sit in church and say, well, God just don't want me to have it. So I go to church and I go home and say, God don't want me to have it. So I might as well just do keep doing what I'm doing. And God don't want me to have it. And, and you do that long enough, the devil like that. He's like, yeah, you're right. He don't want you to have it, brother. You want, you want to just stay who you are. How many of y'all know that's a lie? Yes, it is. And then you hear things like, wait on God, and, and that's true, but you got to know what that means. Amen. I used to be scared when people say that, because they didn't explain it. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So I pray for jobs. And somebody say, did you fill out an application? I say, no. <laughs> wait, how about, wait. Wait, no, I'm praying. God, in the name of Jesus, bring this opportunity through. In Jesus' name, he says, son. Did you fill out an application? Because we love to give our responsibility back Come to God. On. That's why when he gave the three talents, that one said, I'm giving it back. Why did you give it back to me? Because you didn't understand. It was my responsibility to give you grace. But it was your responsibility to work it. Amen. Somebody say, take on your responsibility. Which means what you think God is over your shoulder, he's really not. He's already given you the gifts, and he's released you. He said, be blessed. Release. Somebody said, I am blessed. Do y'all know what blessed means? When he said, I blessed you, he meant he released you. So we pray for what you already released it. Because we don't like the responsibility of what we have to do through it. So I'd rather curse you out. And tell you, I'll pray for you. And continue in the quiet, continue preaching. Because I ain't got to deal with you. Jesus is going to deal with you. Come on, come on. 
Oh, see, y'all ain't going to be honest with me. See, we love to put the responsibility back in his head. Yeah. Oh, I don't like you. I just have... Oh, God's going to deal with you. Should I tell that bro about outside? Hold on, hold on, hold on. You understand what I'm saying? Oh, believers love to put the responsibility back on Jesus. And you pray, oh, and you're doing all this stuff, and God said you're not moving. You're missing the relational components that I'm trying to put in you. What you didn't understand is you're trying to think that I'm going to bring something magically. The reality of it is the, earth, the treasure is in you. It's not outside of you. You've been waiting on me, but I've been waiting on you. Uh, I'm going to say that again. You've been waiting on me, but I've been waiting on Somebody say, I'm coming on time. Come on, I'm coming on time. God, you're not waiting on him. He's waiting on you. Let me ask you something. Was it God's purpose for them to go through 40 years? No. Wait, 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 before you answer that now. Because we go through and say that was God's purpose. I'm here because it was his purpose. Was it or did he, was there possibility to go quicker? Are y'all all right with this? We, we love to justify what we don't understand. Rather, watch this, rather than coming up into the knowledge of what you need to understand. This is why he rejected the forefathers and said, because you lacked it, knowledge. What we don't understand about that, it wasn't that they just lacked what they wanted to lack. They thought they knew God and they stopped learning. That's why when people always say, I don't care what age, say, I know, I know they don't know. That means you know enough to, you keep going. You're not going to go nowhere, but you keep going. You ain't make it happen, but we're going to leave you alone because you ain't going nowhere. You, you know. Your fruit don't show, but you know. I don't know about y'all. This generation needs to see some fruit. They tired of people talking Christianity. Do you got something to show what you're talking about? In fact, you ain't got to talk a lot if you're not a manifest it. Why are we always trying to be talkative? I'm trying to figure out how to manifest daily. A manifestation overrides talking. We love to talk. We steward stuff in talking. When God said, I'm trying to build you to learn to manifest. Because the reality of it is the deliverance in your house is the manifestation that's supposed to come through you when you went in the room by yourself and did what I told you to do. The, real, the reality of it is those relationships are broken because you never came into manifestation of who you're supposed to be to, so they can see the light through you. But you've been praying to me about fix them. But you didn't understand. I'm trying to get you to understand. I'm trying to fix you. And if I can fix you, by default, they're going to be fixed. How many of you don't understand that most of your family have been saved through you and you don't even know they've been looking at you? Yes, sir. My Lord. Yes, sir. Well, they know my old me, so they won't follow me. That's a lie. My whole family been influenced by me. I, I counsel the majority of them. Why? And they know my old life. Uh -uh. That wasn't there. Woo! But what I've learned is when you meet Jesus and you tell them you meet Jesus, watch this. 
They're not looking at your words because they're going to test your words. They're going to poke you. They're going to uh, they're gonna talk about you. They're going to lie on you and see what's going to come out of you. Some of us are responding wrong, proving to them that with the Jesus that we got is just not enough. But when you learn how to manifest to them, be consistent in their face. They say, oh, that brother real. Oh, he ain't playing. He, he's serious. Now, now he's, he's proven in authenticity. Let me tell you, uncle, what's going on? What's going on in my life? The problem with us is we're not we're not showing authenticity through consistency. You're not consistent. Your children don't listen because you're not. How you gonna fix something and they've been looking at the rebellion for years, but now they gotta listen to you. Because you decided you ready. <laughs> Somebody say show some consi- consistency. Show some I don't care how I feel. I'm always trying to be make sure I'm consistent. Amen. Amen. Because I know these eyes, as soon as in their minds, they're going to calculate. Wait, didn't you say that? Yeah. What you don't understand is you are the reflection of God to them. So the God that you're talking about, if you can't be consistent, you're showing them that the God is not consistent. Most of the unbelief didn't come from what we think it came from. It came from Israelites. They was raised in, Jesus, they were raised in rebellion. They saw their mothers and father walk 40 years in rebellion. This is why Jesus said, Joshua, I need you to circumcise them. I need to get to the most sensitive place of their hearts. Because they can't walk with that much flesh. They saw their parents walk in rebellion. So their unbelief they're coming into is not only because of them. That's what they saw all all their life. Their parents went to church. But when we went home, it's a different story. Come on, on, can we be honest? Come on. So your rebellion might not be all you. But if you don't know how to get to the knowledge of him, you're going to recycle that rebellion in them. Children don't care what you know until you know how to manifest what you say. Watch this. Souls don't care what you know until you know how to manifest what you say. We're always trying to prove things that we say when God's trying to prove things that you do. We want to prove our words when your words are already proven when he can come through your words and do. Are y'all getting this? So God is saying, listen, Ephesians 1.19, and what is the exceeding greatness of his power towards us who believe according to the working of his mighty power, which he worked in Christ and raised him from the dead and seated him at the right hand of God in what? Heavenly places. Watch this. Far above what? How many? Oh, Oh, so there is no principality bigger than this. So the devil you're facing is in your face because he don't have nothing to tell him to come down because we're not high enough. (laughs) So we're seeing him, but we're ministering from here. So he's like, no, I don't know what you're talking about. Who are you? God is saying, it's not that you got to go through a sequence of years to get here. No, 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 no. All you have to do is believe. Can I share something with you all? 
that we haven't learned in the church? Just believe. You know the language in the church? I haven't went through the three-year training, so I can't do this yet. Y'all ready? Are y'all sure? So let me ask you something. Do you think God will hold you up to a man's training? I'm not saying the training is bad. This, we need it. That's what we're called to do. But let me ask you something. Do you not think God will tell the man of God that, hey, this one right here, she's going to, watch this, she's going to activate while she's training. <laughs> See, the problem with we don't understand, because we don't understand what we have in us, who he is, we're allowing ourselves to wait on things that was really for us. This is why the prodigal son, the prodigal, somebody say prodigal son. This is why the prodigal son, one thing you don't understand about the prodigal son, he knew it was his. He, he, ah, he knew it was his. Even though he got it at the wrong time, he said, give me my portion. What you think is, God rebuked him. God didn't never call him a sinner. God didn't rebuke him. In fact, God said it's good that he got He knew it was his. The one that got rebuked, the one was in the house waiting on the three-year training. And didn't know what he had needed when he was in the house. Oh, I hope y'all getting this. I got to stop training. Do you know what's yours? Did the dad argue with him? No. Nope. He said, oh, are you operating from another place? Watch this. Although I know you're not ready, I'm going to give you your portion. Hmm. Now, let me ask you this. What if he would have asked for his portion and stayed in the house? The older brother, watch this. The older brother been faithful. He like, you give him all of this, and I've been in the house the longest. I've been serving you. Watch this. I've been doing all you told me to do. I've been, I've been in the practice. I've been in the classes. I've been doing everything you told me to do. And, and now he's been in rebellion, and, and, and then you're going to give him the jacket. My Lord. What was the father's response? It's always been yours. You just never knew what was yours. Which means some of you are waiting on things that you think God is waiting. You think God is not releasing to you, but really it's all yours. That's why he said all things are. Come on, did y'all know that scripture? All things are yours. If you don't know what's yours, you're waiting on what's already yours. Some of us are going to be training while we're working it. Yeah. I'm telling you, there's a lot of things we didn't learn. I thought I had to be totally ready. But how? if I'm totally ready, that means I don't need God to ah, take it on. Come on Pastor. So sometimes he put me in places. All right. I'm like, God, you know I ain't never been here before. <laughs> let me put my chin up. Let me, let me look right. Let me look important. Let me look like I belong here. You know you you about to, you about to go in your pants. You, woo! Oh, you driving what? You doing what? How much in your account? Uh, mm -mm, let, me, let me be quiet. 
Because you don't realize that God will upgrade you as you're walking with him. It wasn't, see what you don't missing, you're thinking it's about your completeness. But it wasn't about your completeness, it was about your faithfulness. It wasn't, ah, it was about your faithfulness. But if you know it's yours, and you can be faithful at the same time, even if you're not ready, he's going to put you in position. And teach you how to flex. Ah, y'all hear me this morning. Some of y'all about to flex. Somebody say, I'm about to flex. I just saw some of y'all open up like, oh, I can do that. Yeah, I can attain that. Yes, you can. And don't you let no devil in hell tell you can't. It's a lie. That's why the world is still holding on to things. Telling you, you a Christian. You can't have that. Oh, we do it to each other. You're not supposed to be doing that. You're supposed to be broke with me. You're supposed to have the spirit of poverty just like me. What you doing in there? What you, what you think? Oh, you ain't paying right. You ain't paying no time like I ain't paying. Oh, we love it. We judge each other like nobody business in the church. But we pay for a Beyonce concert like nobody business. And that's even we'll ask Beyonce how much you make it. Yeah. We'll ask if she's paying her time. Oh, you paying your time. You better Because we've been sold on the lie that the body of Christ can function from finances. It's a lie. Just because people do stuff wrong, and in fact, it's just a wrong outlet. You don't even be supposed to be focusing on that. Even God would deal with them. You need to deal with what you need to do. Yes. Amen. Amen. The adversary has caught our focus in things that don't matter for so long. <laughs> that we're so uncomfortable to take them out of our minds because we don't know how to occupy and refill our minds with things that's all above. Yes, yes, yes. Because until you learn how to feel it from what's above, you don't know how to, you know how to bring down, cast down what's beneath. He said, I'll put it under your feet. Did I put that on there? Yeah, yeah. He has put what? All, how many things? All things under your feet. And gave it to him who is head over all things to the what? Are you the church? Are you the church? Come on, if you're the church, why are you telling the church you got to be broke, man? We're missing the big picture. In fact, he said, listen to me. I fulfill my covenant when you prosper. So God, you're telling me. Now, that doesn't mean you can't go to heaven if you didn't. Don't misunderstand what I'm saying. But he's saying the proof, watch this, is in the pudding. Which means by default, the light that's supposed to shine through you will bring the fruits and the apples that people need. That they don't, you don't even know why you're just being blessed. Your account is growing because you got the fruit. So they run into your fruit. You keep producing apples, oranges. You're producing all this stuff. You, you just, all you're doing is standing in the face of Jesus. That's it. All you're doing is standing in the face and producing. You're like, I don't know why I'm producing so much. Because you're standing in the face of Jesus. And when you stand in the face of Jesus, when you look down, all you're doing is putting them back under your feet. All right, you came out too quick. Stay under there. Hey, I'm, I'm, that's my territory. Stay up under there. Uh-uh. Let me keep producing what he's called me to. Yeah, that's good. Yes. But the adversary said, you're a Christian, man. What you talking about? You got to go, you, you go, just go 
feed the homeless and be still at church. Yeah. Go do your events and go sit down somewhere. Get you a good meal Sunday. Shout around. What you talking about? You gonna do what? Oh yeah, and we think we do too. Who told you that? Who told you that? Who was telling you not to manifest? Somebody say, I'm bigger than this. Come on. Come on, I'm greater than this. I, I, don't, I don't know about you. you got to believe in yourself. If God, well, let me say this to them. I used to say, no, 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 you got to believe in God. But listen to me. When you believe in God, the next phase is to learn to believe in yourself. Because most of us believe in God, but we don't believe in ourselves. You got to go from believing in God, and he said, when you know me, you're going to love your You got to learn how to believe in yourself. Stand tall in yourself. Say the devil is a liar. I'm not going to stay here. I don't have time to say. Come on, somebody say, I don't have time. I, my time, you know, I was playing with God. I said, God, help me to number my days. I stopped doing that quickly. I don't want to know these days. God started putting numbers up. I was like, oh, Jesus. I better get to work. I don't know what's going on here. Why? Because you got to understand, I don't got time to waste. I don't got time to talk over foolishness. I don't got time for you to waste my time. I don't got time for you to tell me what I'm not work to do. I need you to tell me who I am. I need you to tell me where I'm going. I don't have time to waste time. That's why as you mature, you stop wasting time with people who want to waste your time. I used to be a gullible preacher, run to everybody problem. But I learned. That everybody's problem don't mean they want to get fixed. Exactly. Right. Sometimes they just want to yes. occupy the issue. Yes, Come on. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> One time I was ministering, this guy came on the street, and I, I told, and I looked at, I had time, I was trying to do something with my kids, but I told him, I said, listen, we can walk. And I, I'm serious, he, wanted, he was giving me one, and I can tell, I discern that he does this all the time. I said, listen, we don't have to do that. But I did it in love, he can tell. I said, if you want to walk, really. Let's do that. And he's like, oh, yeah, all right, yes, sir. See, people will stand up. Number one, if you can manifest God in you. And give them the love. And you're telling them with the attitude, but they, 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 it, it's, it's tough love. But they're like, I want to leave, but no, he really mean it. Like, he, he really loved me. Like, he's not saying it's like the mother was like, just, just judging me. Like, he would take the time to spend with me if I'm serious. Y'all hear what I'm saying? But everybody not serious. Be careful about your time. Because the adversary loves to waste it. If he can. Because he you knows if he waste it, you waste your day. And if you waste your day, you waste your month. And you waste your month, you waste your year. If you waste your year, guess what? Years are going by. The problem with time is there are appointed months. So if you miss appointed times you got to understand what the next time is. But some of us are trying to work was at a point in time years ago. Yes, are y'all all right with this? Yes. So you got to come up with God, understand what the appointed time is, and reframe it to what's going on and what God is calling you to do. But if you're trying to use a 1966 modality for a 2020 century, you missed it. Somebody say, I'm coming up. I'm coming up. Yet, 
if you're regulating by God, He's going to give you the tools to understand how to shine bright. That's why He said, if you lose your season, you are the salt of the earth. Somebody say, I'm the salt. Why are you merging in with everybody else? Nobody can pick you out from all your co-workers. Oh, because you got a mouth just like them. Oh, your attitude is just as testy as them. Oh, you got a button too? But you talk all this, huh? Are they pointing you out because of light that's shining? Or are you merging in with everybody else? You know, it's scary to be normal. That's why he said, are you still, why are you still fighting, quarreling? Are you still in the flesh? That's what he meant. Why are you saying, are you not of the flesh still quarreling and fighting? You have, watch this, this is why you're quarreling and fighting. You have not because you, and when you ask, you ask. Because you're not asking for, to please what I called you to earth for. You're asking to please your own. Your own flesh. All right. I'm going to give you one more. Are y'all getting this? He said we're hard pressed, not crushed. We are perplexed, not despair. Persecuted, but not forsaken. Struck down, but not destroyed. Always caring about the dying of the Lord Jesus. That the life of Jesus also may be manifested in our body. Which means you should always be manifesting Christ Jesus in your body. It's a lie to say you got to wait for Christ come or go to heaven to get healed. It's a lie to say you got to go to heaven to get delivered. It's a lie. He said when you understand manifestation, you're supposed to manifest the body within your body. You become the very image of Christ Jesus on earth. Somebody say we're going through issues. But if you keep looking at your facts, images, and it's higher than the knowledge of him in you, it's always going to speak louder than what you know about him. This is letter knowledge. God is saying, I need you to have faith and believe in me. Somebody say just believe. If you can learn to just believe, I, what I said, you might cry through it, yes. you might fight through it, but you keep your mind on me. It don't feel comfortable. How many of y'all know that don't feel comfortable? I'm so used to doing this, I've been doing it for the last 15 years. But you're going to stand there, and you're going to go pray, fight, whatever you got to do. But I am not going to move my mind from what he said. Because until I learned to stand in what he said, I would never take down those principalities. Because I'm praying out of emotion when truth is still trying to stand tall. But the reason why I'm praying out of that is because there's still a high thing that has been exalted in your life. That has been exalted over your generation. Right. That has been exalted over your family. Yeah. 
that's been exalted over your, come on, it's come been exalted on, over your kids. Yes. And if you don't understand how to get somebody that can go stand on a higher altar, yeah. you can't take down the altar without an altar. Ah. You cannot take down an altar without a that's why when people speak witchcraft, witches are not powerful than you. The problem is they stood on the altar that's above you. But when you know how to believe God on a higher level, get prayer secludes you. Prayer don't teach you, prayer secludes you. The knowledge of God teaches you. Prayer sets your heart and mind to stay consistent. Are y'all hearing me? Prayer sets your heart and mind to stay what? So when you're not praying, you're inconsistent. Because you're not, you're not keeping enough awareness of his love to keep you steady. But prayer doesn't necessarily teach you, it holds you. Knowledge teaches you. Are y'all getting this? So when I say pray, God say I will reward you openly, watch this, because you know how to stay consistent. Because I'm secluding you in my love. Where you used to fill yourself with the things of the world, now you're refilling that space that you created out there with me. So now love is fulfilling that. Does that make sense? You're going to learn along the way. Somebody say, I don't have to know it all. All I have to do is stay with him. I'm going to close. You can put it on something. I'm done. When the baby cries, that means it's it. God is calling this people to a higher place. And you've come to this church and things have been new to you, but it's been scary. I understand. It's been scary. You're like, Pastor, all that sounds good, but it's been a ride, brother. But I want you to understand the ride is on purpose. Ah. Do you understand that the law was not for God to show you how bad you were? The law was to show you how much you needed him. I'm going to say that one more time. The reason why God took out the law because he's saying y'all misunderstand what the law was for. The law was not trying to prove you of how bad you were. The law was trying to prove you. That's why the Bible says the law was perfect. It was perfect to show you you was a sinner that you needed him. Not that you was a sinner and you was a bad person. If he was showing you or you was a bad person, why did he come to save you and die? Are y'all hear what I'm saying? Why would you come to save the sinner that you call in a sinner? That don't make sense. You came to say what's wrong, but you're calling me, I'm wrong. We twisted. The Bible says the law was coming to prove to you that you can't do it without me. That's what he's saying. So daily we judge ourselves by a law showing, telling ourselves how bad we are. When God is saying you misunderstand me. What you did wrong was supposed to show you how much you needed to come back to me, not how much you need to stay in you. 
So God said, this morning, he said, I need them to learn to know me in the fullness of who I am and what I died for. Because if they don't understand what I died for, they're allowing a principality to speak louder and they can't bring it under the knowledge of me because they're living below the knowledge of me. Are y'all hearing me? You can't bring, he said, uh, casting down arguments. You can't bring an argument below the understanding that you understand about him. Are y'all getting this? Everywhere there's stagnation, there's a door that you don't understand. But you probably have the grace to take it, but the problem is where you position. I'm going to say that one more time. Some of us have been stagnant. And you watch this. The church will help you understand what well, God just don't want to give it to you. It's a lie. God is not a stagnant God at all. That is a pure lie. The Bible says you go from faith to what do you hear stop from there? I don't hear no stop sign. I don't hear no red light. Who told you that? I go from one faith to the next faith. One glory to the next. Who told you to stop? Well, no, brother, you just need to sit down just about another year and a half. And when it's your time, God will show you. That is religious garbage. God signed it off. I felt his presence hit me. You all right with that? But I was like, oh, God, did I say that a little too hard? You know why it's garbage? Because it keeps people in bondage of staying still when God is saying, I never told you to keep still. I'm, I'm trying to move you forward. Faith is not still. Faith is forward. Ah, faith is not stagnant. Faith is Understand, you can't live beyond your knowing of him, but your knowing is tested because he needs to test your knowing for authenticity. But remember, you cannot cast down an argument that's higher than the knowledge that you know. Which means if God told me this is going to happen, and I didn't see it happen, I need to go a little deeper with him. Because there's something behind door A that I'm not seeing. There's an argument that something is killing me with that's keeping me in the position. There's something that I'm compromising with, that I'm still justifying with. That God is saying, you think that's me, that's not me. That's you approving yourself to be comfortable. When I'm a God that want to keep blowing your mind. When I'm a God that want to keep proving myself to you. Somebody say, get his mind and come high. Stand to your feet if you can. God is saying you're going to learn to punish all disobedience. Because you're about to bring your mind to the knowledge of him from where he's seated. If he's seated up here, 
and he is in me and I am in him, I'm seated up here. When I, what, I'm going to give you a secret. When I pray sometimes, I pray and I see, watch this, I see myself seated. I gave y'all one of my secrets. You better write it down. I, many times I pray. When I pray, I, I pray I'll stay that seated for 30 minutes. I say I'm seated above all principalities. If I'm seated, there is nothing that can take me down. Are you being seated in your prayers? Or are you just talking? It's already finished. It is, you're not waiting on God. God has already released the grace that you need to come up into faith into. Which means you need to bring into the mind that's already seated in you. That's why he says stir up the gift. Why? When I stir it up, I start coming to the knowledge of understanding of who he is in me. And when it comes here, ah, now I understand. Hey. I understand who I am. Now when I say devil come out of my house. Now when I say come out of my children. The devil knows what you believe. This has nothing to do with what you think you have. Amen. Amen. Ah, Y'all got to hear me this morning. He already knew you have God. But he know you don't know you have God. I'm going to say that again. He knows you have God. That's why he don't like you. But what he know about you is you don't know what you have. So as soon as you wake up to what you have, you oh, you're dangerous. That's why I say the devil is not, he's not really, listen, he's not a problem when you stand in the grace that God has given to you. The devil's not my problem. I'm my only problem. Do I understand who's in me? Because when I understand, I stand. Different, yeah. <laughs> Come on, Pastor. Yes, it's not an issue. I'm regulating yes. from being seated. Yes. 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 See, the problem with us is we think it's us yeah. again. Mm-hmm. You still saying what I did. Well, I. Maybe I'm not seated because I... Enemy. <laughs> Let me come down again. He already went down to the pits. He carried what you was going to do wrong in the first place. If he, let me tell you something. This is so good about God. He told us, if you die with the law in your mind, even if you was in sin, if you die with the law, i got to judge you by the law. But he said, if you die without the law, even though you was in sin, I don't know what you did. Because you was in faith. But the problem is, you turned around, but because of what you did, you're still talking about the law. God said, why are you still talking about what I forgot about? Why are you still trying to have a conversation? I already forgot about that. You say, but I just did it. Yeah, but I just forgave it. Because he's a now God. Somebody say he's now. Which means repent quickly and keep going. Amen. Repent quickly and keep tracking. Your mind is going to try to get in the way, but keep going. Amen. You put the word on your mind. I got something for you. I'm too crazy for y'all. Sometimes I got to put the word on my mind. I say, man, you a liar? Let me show you a scripture real quick. Let me show you something. Uh, I know what you're telling me. Uh-huh. That's, uh, I got you. 
Let me show you something. And you put the word on your mind. Watch this. And you declare that thing. And it starts stirring you up. I'm teaching you something. And it starts stirring you up. I, I am the righteousness of God. It wasn't on my righteousness anyway. So what you talking about? I'm going to learn to stand and know he's God. Yes. But see, you, you know, but you know, you know, who I know is greater than what I know. You better put some rhymes on that enemy. You better put some rhymes on that default. You better put some words and declare the word. Somebody say, speak the word. I haven't taught you to speak the word, but you got to learn how to speak it. When your mind is lying, you got to learn how to speak it. But watch this. If you're fighting and don't bring the word with you. Jesus, 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 Jesus. That's so good. It is Jesus. But let me ask you this. What part? Who? Because your Jesus might not be my Jesus. This is why Peter said, don't, Paul said, don't preach another Jesus. Huh? That's what your Bible says. He said, don't preach another Jesus. What are you talking about? Which means everybody, Jesus ain't the same. I cast this devil out by the Jesus that Paul preaches. They say, huh? I'm so glad you tried to come with this Jesus. But because it's not yours, watch this. See, what you think it was an outside force that manipulated them? They went in their mind and made them mess up themselves. Which means it wasn't about what they were trying to preach of what you did. They didn't come up in what they believed about what he's already done in them. So they couldn't cast down the imaginations when the devils asked him, who are you? Oh, you don't know who you are. Cool. Here I come. Just because we learned this, just because you say Jesus don't mean the manifestation of Jesus is fixed. Is the word powerful? Yes. But God is calling you to believe. Somebody say believe. believe. Faith comes by. Now, what did hearing do? Give you an imagination to what? Faith come by. What did faith do? It gave you an imagination of a possibility to believe. I want to pray for you this morning. God is calling you higher this morning. Some of the mental assassins that's been cycling your life.